pronounced, and we probably like bursted some eardrums there. <laughs> yeah, we definitely did. Welcome back, Magic Seekers. <laughs> we are your hosts. I'm Sarah. And I'm Christine. And we're so happy you're here. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to our show. Here comes the girls. <laughs> Hello, girls. Welcome. <laughs> oh my God. Hello. That's beautiful. Did I make your nipples hard? Is that what you, you did? I instantly grabbed my boobs. <laughs> that was lovely. Thank you. We've been singing for the last bit. Actually, we were singing Britney Spears. Um, yeah. Lord. Quite beautifully. I don't know if we're going to let you hear that, um, <laughs> which is probably a gift to hear your drums. <laughs> but we're feeling quite musical. This we are. Evening. We are. We are. Yeah. It's a lovely evening. It's very gloomy out. It feels like the beginning of fall. It really does. Which is so exciting. I am wearing a new Daisy Native sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm living for this color right now. It's like a camel color. I'm ready for fall. Yeah, I'm really ready. Um, which reminds me, I did want to ask you if you knew of any witchy spells that could bring on the fall season a little faster. Uh, pr- pr- okay. Maybe. Okay. There's a full moon coming up. Oh. So... You let me know what you need, girl. Mm-hmm. I will manifest that for you. I love that. Thank you. I will cast spells yeah. for you. We have... Um, Consensual spells. Oh, I like... Hello. Yes, I like <laughs> that. I will never cast a spell unless you tell me to. Oh, okay. For you. I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, we are going away next weekend to the Poconos. Yes, we are. And all I want is for it to be fall. I know. <laughs> for next I, weekend. Oh. You know what? I feel like it's always fall in the Poconos for yeah, some reason. Yeah, that's a good point. Whenever I think of the Poconos, I instantly think of like crunchy leaves. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna it's going to happen. We should be fine. The house that we're staying at has a fire pit, so all I want to do is roast s'mores. Or roast marshmallows. I don't know how I feel about s'mores, to be honest. It's a lot. Wait, what? I know. You Okay. Okay. Let's take a quick sidebar about this. Okay. I love roasted marshmallows. Okay love them okay same like now yes okay it sandwiched with cram with graham cracker cookies delicious absolutely Uh uh-huh insanely messy so messy yes and that's what i think always bugs me because it makes your fingers so sticky and so uncomfortable but like you're in the middle of the woods you can't wipe them anywhere. This I is like it. me eating buffalo chicken wings with a fork. Like I, it, I'm like I don't want to be. Oh my god, messy. Can, wait, can we talk about that for a second? Because <laughs> I just found that out about you. Like a month ago, not you even. You eat buffalo wings. Yes, buffalo wings. What did I call it? Buffalo chicken wings <laughs> with a fork. Mm-hmm. That's chaotic energy. I love it because <laughs> let me explain. Okay. <laughs> Only my thumb and my pointer finger get dirty because they hold the meat and my fork does all of the work. And then I just dunk it into ranch or blue cheese, depending upon what I'm feeling. And it goes right in my mouth. Wait, if you ate it with your mouth. Both hands are dirty because you're holding it up. What? And then it's like all up in your lips. Yeah, I know. I'm just what? not a fan. Okay. I don't ever I look at anybody who eats them without a fork like, mm, caveman. I don't think that. But like, <laughs> you know, at the same time, I'm like, I'm just going to always ask for a fork. I respect you. Yeah. Thank you. That's fine. I appreciate that. Okay. Let's talk about our marshmallows. Yes. So <laughs> I, I'm all, I love the idea of s'mores, but whenever I go to eat one, I'm always like, mm, this is messy and I don't like it. Okay. Yeah. But I you like s'mores? That. I love s'mores, yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, I hate when the chocolate is hard, though. Mm. That's the worst part. Yeah. If you're going to have s'mores, leave the chocolate out on the counter. Like, don't have it yeah. in the fridge. Or put the, um, if, like, it's a fire pit that has, like, the border. Yeah, yeah. You know when you put the chocolate already on the graham cracker and, like, sit it next to the fire so yes. it starts to get melty? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I am with you on that. Nico you- likes to do it with thin Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's a nice touch. <laughs> <laughs> what? The way you said that was like if somebody offered to give you a massage, you're like, oh, that's nice. That's a nice touch. I like that. I Okay. Here's, here's another thing mm-hmm. that I think I might like this way of making s'mores Ooh. more than any way. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Your graham crackers, mm-hmm. right? You They come apart Mm -hmm. they come in like a rectangle break them apart put them put like four of them on a sheet pan 
Okay. Right? Put your marshmallow down mm-hmm. on one side. Okay. Put it in the oven f- at for like 350. Nah, actually, no, I lied. Broil them. Oh. Broil. <laughs> <laughs> I wish people could see you. You're literally pointing at me. You're like, broil them. Broil? I'm, I, are you picking up? Are you writing this down? Broil them. <laughs> Well, also, I look like Zach Galifianakis when he's, like, doing those math equations. <laughs> I'm, like, all I'm, like, looking at the room. I'm, like, trying to, I'm, like, okay, so I'm opening up the oven. I'm putting them on a tray. <laughs> oh, my God. So broiled mm-hmm. your marshmallows. Take them out. Mm-hmm. Put the chocolate in for, like, 20 seconds. Okay. Take them out. Perfect. The most perfect s'mores you've oh. ever been into. Hello. Because here's my thing. Mm-hmm. We're getting real serious. All this right. whole episode is called <laughs> S'mores Talks. Love it. <laughs> um, here's my thing. I love a overdone mm. marshmallow over the fire. Yeah. However, when that shit catches on fire, there's no going back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Okay. Okay. When you say overdone. You mean charcoal? Yeah. Okay, Where, but do you eat the charcoal? Of course I do. Oh my God, who are we? Do we know anything about each other? Wait, this what? is wild. Okay, so I. Wait, you don't take its little hat off? Yeah, I take the charcoal part off. No. And then I throw that in the fire and then I eat the marshmallow because the marshmallow is all gooey center, not you know charcoal. That's it for tonight, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Good night. We don't know if we'll be back next week. <laughs> I, I just suck it up. I'm like, oh, it caught on fire. This whole motherfucking marshmallow head just mm. caught on fire, but yeah. I guess I got to eat it because here's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The inside mm, is, is the best part. <sighs> we are we are on the same on that. Yeah. No, I mean like of the charcoal piece, like the inside little bowl. Oh, I see what you're saying. See, it's all gooey. Yeah. It's like a little crispy. All right. Well, well guys. Ugh. Um, yeah. So I guess what the we'll hell? see you never. Uh, <laughs> divorce. Divorce. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. well, on that note, there's that. <laughs> that? As we both cross <laughs> our arms. <laughs> How's your heart feeling today? Oh, pretty terrible after that. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, it's feeling good. Yeah. I was not... Okay. I was productive for my brain mm. today. No. My heart? My brain? I don't know. So Which one has feelings? Order. Both of them have feelings, right? Very true. I don't know. But I didn't really do much... I was catching up on, I feel like I was just on TikTok all day, <laughs> which is okay some days. Absolutely. But I was catching up on the true crime that is happen- that is unfolding before mm. our eyes right now with yeah. Gabby, the 22-year-old who was going missing. I don't want to get into it right now, but if you're interested in true crime... This is a wild story. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was like going down the rabbit hole just all day. I mean, it's a pretty good break from reality. Well, I know it's someone's reality, but it's a pretty good break from your reality. Uh, yeah. You That's know? like the worst. Where you're just like, all right, I'm going to not focus on my stuff. Let me just like scroll Let and Let me TikTok. focus on this really terrible shitty thing. Isn't that everything with true crime though? Like people are so obsessed with true crime because like, it, it's so far mm-hmm. from whatever you you're going through. Yeah. And even if the details are really awful, but uh, I don't know. That's like a weird thing. Yeah, it totally takes you out of your reality for a bit. Totally. Yeah, I think that's very similar though to people who like anything that's mystical and fantastical. True. Because, like, I love all sci-fi. I love fantasy. I love all of that. And I'm doing the exact same thing. I'm like, oh, I don't want to deal with the real world right now, so let me go read about dragons. Uh Uh-huh. And instead, you're 
your path is a little more gruesome. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's okay to want to escape every once in a while. Yeah. And that's what you did today. I know there are a lot of people out there who uh, are obsessed with true crime as well. Mm -hmm. I I feel like I'm not as obsessed that as I used to be like I prefer I prefer paranormal mm. as opposed to true crime yeah give me a good ghost story any day of the week yeah but with true crime like I I like the big ones I I mm. enjoy the big stories that mm. everyone knows but some I don't know yeah but like what you're saying with the whole fantasy thing yeah it's so weird like how we could be, like, people who enjoy true crime could be reading about fantastical <laughs> places with made-up names mm-hmm. and made-up characters, but instead we choose to focus on um, real-life really stories that actually <laughs> happen to people. But, I don't know. yeah, whatever. Everyone's dealing in their own way. True. I was and th- you like what you like. Exactly. I was disassociating with true uh, crime true via crime. TikTok. Exactly. <laughs> so there we go. I love it. How's your, your heart feeling? My heart feeling's pretty good. Oh, oh my God. God. I, I have to make us a merch that said that says my my heart feelings good. Every time. <laughs> my heart is feeling good. <laughs> I think you try to say it so fast. I know it's like my whole life. Um, I we need to make a drinking game or something. Yeah, every time <laughs> this gets said, every time that gets said, every time whenever I listen back to this, every time anyone I was like, I love that. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, my heart is feeling good. I uh, um. Okay, we've said this before. We did not talk about this before we started recording. I was like, I'll just wait. We can talk about this when the mics are up. Mm. Every time we talk about something on this beautiful, wonderful, magical, <laughs> effing podcast, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it like comes up in real life. And so our last episode, not our last episode, our second to last episode, mm. we talked about radical self-love. Yeah. And I feel like ever since then, uh, like... It's been forcing me to realize so many things, you know, like ways in which I'm showing up for myself, ways in which I'm not, ways in which I could do a little bit better, ways in which I'm like, oh, you're doing really great with this. Yeah. Um, and it's been so much at the forefront of my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this past weekend, I spent, I was telling you about this earlier, but I spent some time with Nico and Jess and um, Jess's sister and my dad. We joined a fantasy football league, um, which is so not anything I normally would ever that sentence is a sentence I never thought I would say. Let's just yeah. put it that way. Um, but Nico wanted me to, and so much of my family members do it. And I'm like, sure, fine. Like, why not? And it was a perfect excuse to just sit at a bar, drink some beer, eat a ton of snacks, and hang out. And Nico was so happy that I was there. Mm-hmm. It was overwhelming. And then the fact that it was overwhelming made me then feel uncomfortable. Because, oh. like, he was so happy that I was just there and with him and we were having so much fun and realizing in that moment, like, oh my God, this person really loves me was like shocking. Mm. And like, I, I don't doubt at all that Nico loves me and never have yeah. doubted that. But like, for some reason it became so overwhelming. Oh and then gosh. I was like, oh my God, this person really loves me. I'm like, why is that so shocking to me? Like, how come I don't let myself feel that, you know, and, and accept it? And so, like, I, I just think that ever since we did that episode, I'm questioning so many things. I'm questioning the way I look at things, the way I look at my relationships, um, just so many things for the better. Yeah. You know, in, in ways where it's like, OK, how am I showing up for myself? Let's cheers about that. OK, how can I show up for myself a little bit better? Let's work on that. You know, mm-hmm. oh, people really love me and like accepting that love and then realizing that I still have some more work to do on that. Like coming up a little bit with a mental list of things I want to approach with my future therapist. Yeah. Uh, Cause health insurance goes into effect December 1st. Oh, hell yeah. um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, <clears throat> I, I feel like we did that episode and ever since then I've been having so many um, thoughts that are, are bringing up so much shit that I'm like, Oh, Damn, this podcast really be doing some shit. 
<laughs> but it's it's good. It, it's so much of it is based in love. Yeah, that it feels really really good. And I <clears throat> and I forget sometimes how it can be uncomfortable to accept love from other people. Totally. Yeah. And I'm working on it. I'm Girl. just working on it. I feel like there's a lot of shit since that episode that I'm just like, okay, I'm working on it. I'm working. I I am very proud of you. That's Thank great. You. Um, I also sent you the Enneagram oh my Insta- Instagram today. <laughs> Fuck that account. Oh my god. It's guys, it's literally called Rude Ass Enneagram <laughs> and it will fuck you up. Yeah. yeah. Like it like came for our necks. Yeah. I was still I was looking at it while I was like still in bed this morning. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, my feelings are hurt. I didn't even get out of bed yet. I didn't I even put clothes on yet. You sent me it and I read through so many of the twos because <clears throat> I'm a two and Sarah's a four. Uh, yeah. I read through so many of them and I was like, it's a little loud this morning. It's a little loud. <laughs> and I feel like me bringing that up mm-hmm. like is kind of going hand in hand with like mm-hmm. you realizing that stuff and like damn like why i really gotta work on that yeah exactly yeah, definitely i know i feel like there's a lot of stuff that it's really easy for us to put off to the side or push down yeah and in putting ourselves in a type of situation where we're having these conversations whether some of them are more lighthearted than others we're really stirring the pot and shit's coming up (laughs) (laughs) and like i'm it's hard but i'm really proud of us for doing it yeah and i'm hoping that our listeners are doing the same thing for themselves because like i was talking to one of my closest friends lauren over the weekend and she was like some of those questions are hard and she's like, and when I hear the question, she's like, I don't even want to think about it. And I'm like, I, I know mm-hmm. it's really fucking hard. And everyone has their own life journey as to like why some questions would be more harder than others. But it's tough. And I'm proud of us that we do it. But like, it's really stirring up some shit. And it I'm really like, is. OK, I got really comfortable burying a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. now like addressing it all in such a safe space. I'm like, OK, let's give it some air. Let's let it breathe. Let's work through it. Let's figure this out. Um and also learning like how to talk about it better totally yeah it's so uncomfortable but we're doing the damn thing we really are and so are our listeners so thanks guys for being here yes and go you we're yeah. rooting for you yeah and if there is a question because we're about to do mason jar if there is a question that we ask ourselves that instantly makes your booty hole clench up mm-hmm. that's okay oh, no yeah. big deal totally it's fine not every question is for everyone not every question yeah. is meant to be answered right now. Maybe it's one that you come I back was, to. I was just going to say, if you're just here as a listener mm. and not really like, uh, I don't really want to feel like answering any of these right mm-hmm. now for myself, totally fine. We're totally just happy you're it. here. Yeah. It's awesome. Thanks for listening. Yeah. On, On that, that note. <laughs> 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 All right. Let me do it. Do it. <laughs> it was like just out of reach. We've gone through a lot of them. We really have. And there's still so many. Oh, oh. oh, oh Olive thinks she's fell. getting a treat. Yeah, she does. Hold on. Sorry, Olive, guys. leave it. It fell to the floor. <laughs> it jumped out. Let's see. Lay down, baby girl. Ooh, this comes from Hyuga. Hyuga. The Hyuga game. These are always um a good ease into it. Yes, exactly. Oh, this is so sweet. Oh, guys, I hope you really think about this question after you hear it. Okay. In what ways do you make other people's lives better? Oh, wow. That is so sweet. I'm acting like I didn't fucking read these (laughs) questions way back when we made the bowl, but I really fucking forgot all of these questions. So that's really sweet and adorable. In what ways do you make other people's lives better? Talk about some radical self-love. We about to compliment ourselves. I love that. Me too. All right. I'll go first. Okay. Um, wait, repeat it one more time. In what way? Oh, wait, let me pull it back up. In what ways do you make other people's lives better? Oh, wow. Um, okay. I think for me, it is very evident in Daisy Natives. Mm. Okay. Is that the question? Like, can I answer it that way? You can answer in whatever way it makes All sense right. to you. Yeah. I will. Um, like, a couple weeks ago, I had a reel or TikTok that I made for Daisy Natives mm-hmm. go 
really yep. kind of viral. That shit blew up. I think it has like 400,000 views yeah. right now. That's on, wild. On, um, there's this account that I love called Small Biz Memes, and it's just a lot of small business memes. So I made a TikTok or a reel, and I, um, I tagged them in it, and then they reposted it to their mm-hmm. account. And I got so many – the whole reel was basically, like, me explaining, um, like, the ups and downs of mm. small biz life. <clears throat> so it's, like, super crazy, super, 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 super crazy, and then, like, disassociating, thinking you're a piece of shit. <laughs> and then – like the next day you think you're a bad bitch because you have so many orders to pack Mm -hmm. so i got this is a very long-winded way of (laughs) saying that a lot of people a lot of small business owners resonated with that yeah and i got so many direct messages Mm. from people i didn't even know saying thank you so much for making this like you literally i feel heard and I'm struggling right now, too. Like, it was, like, a funny mm-hmm. uh, video that I made. Yeah. But so many people, so many small business owners, it resonated with them. So, mm-hmm. and I think I try to do that with Daisy Natives and not aim towards small business owners, mm-hmm. just aimed in to people in general. Just, like, um, like, just having like inclusive messaging and um making people be like oh wow i really needed this right now or you know you make people feel seen yeah and i i always like tried currently trying to make daisy natives like real you know what i mean like i don't think i've ever sugarcoated anything Mm -hmm. that daisy natives goes through um that i go through with daisy natives so um, just like being authentic through my business has yeah. resonated with so many people. And I'm, I'm pretty proud of that because mm-hmm. I do have kind of a large following. Mm-hmm. So, and over the years I've had many, many customers and I've done many, many pop-ups and people just come up to me and they're like, thank you so much for making this specific product and mm-hmm. thank you for making this mirror decal i say it every day before work or just like a silly little sticker you know what yeah. i mean so uh, like if i'm really struggling mentally with where my business is at like mm-hmm. i always go back to those moments and i'm like okay i'm i am making someone really happy yeah by like putting my art out mm-hmm. for everyone to see yeah. Even though that's a very uncomfortable <clears throat> thing to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And as a small business owner, you always expect criticism and you mm-hmm. always put something out and are like, well, people are going to shit all over this and I'm not going to make one sale. But it's such a vulnerable act. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm going to make that my answer. I love that. It can definitely expand to so many things because. Like, what you started off by saying is, like, creating this incredibly authentic video mm-hmm. made people feel understood. Yeah. And that's a lot of what I would associate with you as a person. Yeah. In general. Because, like, you're op- you are becoming even more open uh, with your struggles and the things that you deal with. Mm-hmm. And whenever you do that, people around you are like, oh, my God. Me too, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you're, like, making people feel seen and heard. It's – thank you. Um, yeah, that's, like, something that really gets me through, like, talking about these things. Mm -hmm. Like, damn, it's been so, I've had so many low points, Mm -hmm. but when I talk about them, people get it. Yeah. People have been there. And I, I want to let people know that they're not alone and I want to like selfishly know that i'm not alone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah you're like creating that community for them but you're also creating it for yourself definitely yeah yeah, yeah. i also loved the second part where you're talking about making these things and people having such a positive reaction to them because i think 
what you are doing is a is a form of artistry and you're creating things that are making this world more beautiful and at the same time so much of it is like well a lot of it's real but so much of it is positive based like like decal you know totally and so you're like helping people on their own personal journeys um where you're like creating art which makes the world just a more beautiful place in general when anyone does it in any form but the art that you're creating is helping lift people up you know and like they're wearing things that represent what they're feeling or that they enjoy or they're Mm -hmm. reading stickers or reading decals that like you know are affirmations yeah um and so it's pretty cool because that's another way in which you're making lives better it's like you're creating this art that isn't just enjoyable but also has like a deeper meaning and bringing up other people totally that's what i was going for i love it so there's my answer that's a good answer thanks girl i love that um yeah so if any for again it's in what ways do you make other people's lives better um i think that i create a safe space for people to be themselves you do and it's something that i'm really proud of mm-hmm. you know you like i be. thank you i yeah i don't know it's like as simple as that you know oh, yeah. where i'm just sitting there and i'm like yeah i think that the people that are in my life that have been in my life I would hope that they would say, like, I felt safe with Christine. You know, good mood, bad mood, vulnerable, not vulnerable. I have not met one person who, whether it be, like, friends of mine who I've introduced to you or just, like, people that come into your life, like, when I'm around, Mm. but everyone feels safe with Christine. (laughs) It's just, like, big sis energy. Yeah, I just, I think what I what I try to do and in a lot of ways succeed in doing. And I feel comfortable saying that um, is I just like let people like fully accept people as they are. And mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that there aren't people that I've come across and I'm like, mm, your energy, my energy, that doesn't mix. That's yeah. a no for me dog. Yeah. Like, um, but the people that are in my life, I'm just like, yeah, I just want you to be yourself and I want you to know that you're safe here and that you're loved and, and all of that. And I think that, it's definitely a way in which I show up for the people that are in my life. And I hope that it's a way that I make their lives better where they know that like, I'm all of them, you know, and mm-hmm. it's that simple. That's yeah. beautiful. Thank you. That's my answer. And I'm sticking to it. Perfect. <laughs> you want to pick the next one? Okay. Now that we moved the table. I know. And it's a pretty long table, which is awesome for all your Daisy Native stuff. But we're like sitting on opposite ends of the long side. All right. Here we go. Number two. Oh, your manicure is beautiful. It's purple and sparkly. I just noticed it. You remember the stick-ons that my Aunt Tracy gave me for my birthday? Oh, my God. That's them. Right? They're like nail wraps, but it literally looks like I got a manicure. Yeah, those look gorgeous. They're so beautiful. They are giving me major Taylor Swift vibes thank from when you, she's painting you. her nails in the <laughs> Reputation documentary that I've seen, I think, seven times. Yep. Just about. <laughs> oh. Oh, Jesus. Oh. They started off with an easy one because now they're going to punch us in the gut. <laughs> Shit. Mom, don't listen to this. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? <laughs> oh. Mom, you can listen, but... I mean, I actually don't know my answer yet. What was the question again? Yeah, I know. I feel like it took me. I'm like, went into shock for a second uh, there. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? I have an answer. I do not. Okay. So you can go first. Okay, that's fine. Um, I wish we would have talked more growing up. Mm. So much of the way I was raised... Um, was a lighter version of the way that my parents were raised but was still a little bit of um within the same vein Mm -hmm. and the idea of uh you respect your elders your parents are always right um can create an environment in which a child doesn't feel like they have a voice Mm -hmm. um and you know the like because i said so i was actually just talking about this with lauren over the weekend the idea of like um trying to understand something and the answer you get from your parents is because I said so. And you're like, but that's not an answer. Like I'd love to understand why you're saying Ooh, that. Yeah. Um, or, you know, well, we're doing it my way because it's what I said. And, and so I think 
um, I don't even remember the question. I, I think what I'm trying to say is like a way in which I think things would have been done differently is just more open communication. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm sure there's more things I, I can sit here and think of. It's not always been easy with my parents. They're some of my favorite people, but them we've had many open conversations of why my childhood was difficult and we've healed so much of it and there's still other stuff I want to work on. So I feel very mm-hmm. comfortable talking about my relationship with them because it's all conversations I have said or would feel comfortable saying to their face. Yeah. Um, but, and I know I'm very lucky with that because a lot of people don't have that. Um, but I, I think what I would wish is that we would have just talked more. You know, I didn't really feel, and I almost wonder if this kind of ties in with the answer to my first question. I didn't always feel comfortable to be myself mm-hmm. um, because I was someone who did feel and I still feel a lot of emotions talk a lot try to understand things and so therefore want to talk it all out and that's not necessarily something that was encouraged and I just wish that we had been better at that and I look back on it and I think you know your parents really kind of do the best with what they have and that doesn't mean that they couldn't have done better mm-hmm. Um but it's what it's like, you know, you do better when you know better. You know, it's like I, when I look at my specific parents, they were so young and had so much that they still didn't fully process from their own experiences that to now be raising kids like, of course, they were going to yeah. screw up at some points, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, when I look back on it, I really just think I wish we would have learned how to communicate better um, and myself included, not even just them, but. I wish they would have known better then they could teach me better like all of that and now is when I feel like we're learning how to really communicate with each other and sit down and have um because we've had a lot of conversations but now we have like even more uncomfortable conversations yeah (laughs) um but yeah I think I I, I've said it like six times already but I think that's the biggest one is just like talk through things more instead Mm -hmm. of it being a well I'm in charge and so it's my way yeah because it's very um, diminishing mm. of a child and it, it's very, um, it teaches you that your opinion doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. There's someone else who's more important than you and what they want is more important than. Because it's, it, you're just a child at that exactly. point. But they forget that you're going to grow into an adult. Absolutely. Absolutely. So many of the issues that I've been trying to work through, like my people pleasing, my like, you know, that stems from like me being like, okay, well, if I could, if I just am good all the time and if I do things the right way and if I make you happy, then I can then maybe get what I want because you're not really giving me the answers as to why I can't have what I want. So I'm just kind of guessing. So it's like it ended up not having those open lines of communication and not having them ever always explain why they were making the decisions that they were making or implementing the rules that they were implementing because they were pretty strict while I was growing up not understanding why created a person who has many issues because of it um, that affect my adult life and then I'm trying to work through, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I feel like that's also a generational thing. Absolutely. I, I, oh, absolutely. I feel like now, like what you're saying, um, because I said so is not an answer mm-hmm. that – millennial parents would give to their children because it's very fucking triggering (laughs) yeah and like that's just how our parents raised us Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they can say the same for their parents it's just how they raised us you know what i mean absolutely um so i i get that i totally get that yeah it's it's tough and i do and i do think that it's changing yeah um because I mean, for your, the amount of parents that I see where the, their advice to other parents is so different than anything I would have ever imagined my parents hearing. And so, like, that's also part of that. Like, I um, – and they know, like, I still definitely hold on to, like, some resentments from stuff from when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm very quick to admit that, first of all, we're all flawed and second of all my parents were doing the best that they could with what they knew and all they knew is how they were raised Mm -hmm. and so to them you know nico and i were already raised so much better than they were which is a fact that's absolutely true yeah um but i i think of it now and i think like wow so many issues could have been avoided so many issues within our family but also so many issues that i now carry with could have been avoided 
if someone would have sat down and said, hey, it looks like you don't understand why I'm saying you can't go to this party. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. But that makes people feel really uncomfortable because mm-hmm. that's vulnerability. That's having to explain. That's having to hope that you're going to be understood. And and I can understand why older generations and still people today shy away from that. Yeah. Um, and so I... I look back on it and that's definitely what I think of where I'm like, oh, I wish we would have all had better communication skills um, because so many fights could have been avoided and so many long lasting impacts could have been avoided if that would have been the case. And now because I know better, I'm trying to do better and trying to pull them along as well. Yeah. Where I'll sit there and now I'm like, you know we're all living under the same roof again so let me tell you something you want to figure out if you've worked through your shit fucking put yourself back in your nucleus of where that shit was created (laughs) and there are some days when it's great and there are some days when it's not um and learning how to navigate them and not go back to your old ways of handling things is really tough and so yeah just trying to like do better now that i know better and um try to have conversations now when before it would have been a screaming match you know it's just Mm -hmm. Yeah, learning how to communicate better, I think, is the is my biggest answer. Yeah. Going back where I wish it would have been easier uh, growing up. Because I like to understand things. I know you can you say do. no, but mm-hmm. I want to understand why you're saying no. Because totally, it doesn't make yeah. sense in my brain. And if you just explain to me, I'm sure I'll get it. Mm-hmm. But it's like if that wasn't going on, then I didn't understand. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Well, Rosie Jose, you know this already. <laughs> you know this. You know this. Okay. <laughs> um... I do not have an answer Hmm. and I'm not going to just dig at something just to have an answer. No, I think that's good because I'm sure you're not the only person who doesn't have an answer. I had a great childhood. Yeah. I I have no complaints and I know (laughs) that's probably some people are probably rolling their eyes right now like, oh, look at Sarah, perfect childhood. (laughs) But I... I feel like my my gripe that I had with my childhood and I was like like seventh, eighth grade at this point it was mm. when my parents got divorced and yeah. that's when things started kind of like being weird. Mm. But my actual childhood, like I really have no complaints. Yeah. Like it was really good. That's a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. Yeah. And I'm sorry if that's like shitty to hear but even that like that bugs the fuck out of me because okay so i i've recently learned the term comparative suffering Mm -hmm. which is like oh you had a bad i had a worse yeah like oh i had it worse this other person had it even more worse it's like we're constantly comparing our suffering yeah we're so quick to throw it all on the table to be like oh this is what you went through this is what i went through oh i went through and a portion of that is good because people need to be able to talk about their traumas and the things that they've experienced in a safe space. And it's even right. better when the people around them can understand that. Totally. That's yeah. absolutely valid. But to hear someone say, I did not have a bad childhood. I have good relationships <laughs> with my parents. It was great when I was younger. <laughs> when people try to tear that down, that is only an implication of their experiences and where they're at in their life. True. It has nothing to do with you because that's a good thing. And that's the kind of thing that people should be pointing at and be like, I wish I had had that. Not fuck, I wish I had had that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It'd be like, good for you. That's so great that you had that, that you don't have these things that you're carrying because of your experience. That's amazing. And that's something that we should like be happy that you experience and also praise your parents for never putting you in a situation like so many other people have experienced. Yeah. Like that's a good thing. I think we're also quick to add into the shit pot. I think so, too. That, like, it makes us uncomfortable when other people say, oh, I actually don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I don't have a problem with my parents. I don't have a problem with my childhood. Yeah. When there's nothing wrong with that. That's yeah. a good thing. The the lack of adversity that <laughs> came with my childhood mm. was actually great. Yeah. Like, I was raised in a family that I had my emotions listened to. I was able to talk about my feelings with my parents and mm-hmm. um, talk through things. I guess, like, one thing, um, like, I was, like, a very anxious kid. Yeah. But, my par- again, my parents did everything that they could to try to help me. Yeah. I met with a therapist a few times. Mm-hmm. I had 
many meetings with teachers explaining why I, you know, came into class with stomach aches every day. Mm. And, like, honest, like, my, I mean, today, a lot of um, people our age mm-hmm. have a problem with the way, like, um, like politics, like, influenced mm-hmm. their upbringing, like, conservative mm. parents and but my parents are very liberal and yeah. they both are great like yeah. i literally have no complaints <laughs> so shout out to mom and dad they're awesome they're great yeah everyone needs a leslie and brit seriously so i'm glad that that's your answer good, good job guys yeah yeah because there's nothing wrong with that that's something that definitely should be celebrated yeah like that question kind of made me like nervous yeah like i feel like i should have something yeah but i don't and that's okay absolutely so there i love it (laughs) okay you pick me pick okay okay i'm gonna go to the bottom Ooh. i know i normally just so delicately pick from the top i really dig in there (laughs) i know oh i got two at once Right hand, left hand. Oh, God. Right hand, left hand. Right hand, left Left. Okay, left. To the left, to the left. Everything you own in a box to the left. You know when you can hear the rest of the song, but you don't remember the lyrics? Yeah, I was just about to (laughs) sit. In the closet, that's my stuff. Beyonce, please don't sue us. (laughs) (laughs) We love you. Okay. Uh, This is from Table Topics, Do-It-Yourself Therapy Edition. Okay. What surprises you most about where you have ended up in your life? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Are you wishing I would have picked the question in my right hand? No. (laughs) Actually, I don't know why I'm groaning. Like, this could be a good thing. Absolutely. But it could be a bad thing. Well, it wouldn't be us if we didn't focus on both. (laughs) I feel like we're quick to point out what sucks, but then we're like, okay, but also let's get positive. (laughs) (laughs) What surprises you most about where you ended up in life? Do you want me to go first? Yes. Okay. I'm going to not overthink it. Okay. It surprises me that I'm about to be 35 and I'm living with my parents. Okay. I never (laughs) straight up saw that coming. I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. (laughs) Um... Yeah, it blows my mind that that is where my life is right now. It blows my mind that I'm working for a law firm. (laughs) Who the fuck? I would not have put that on my bingo card, okay, of how Christine's life was going to go. I'm so creative. I'm such a people person that sometimes when I look at my job, I'm like, how am I doing this? Like, this is wild. But at the same time, like, that job allows me to do all the, like, it's just my point is so much of where I'm at makes no sense in my brain and is not what I would I would the what i would have pictured for myself yeah but at the same time it makes complete and absolute perfect sense which is why it does because i sit there and i'm like written in the stars exactly and when i think about it like so much of what i've done in my life has surprised me like moving away and you know experiencing all of these things and uh coming back and stuff and so what surprises me is how different my life looks from the plan that I created for myself when I was younger, which just goes to show how much I didn't know about myself and about life. And I think in a really positive way, what surprises me about my life is the, and this is probably very telling, but the amount of people that are in my life that love me as much as they do. Like I sit there and I, and I think of like the list of people and I'm like, God damn, like, yeah like I think about you know there have been versions of myself that have been so low and like just thought so horribly of myself Mm. that'll make me emotional but there have been chapters in my life where I just was so cruel to myself Mm -hmm. and when I look back on those versions of me they would have never predicted that at 35 I would have so many wonderful people in my life that love me the way that I am and I think that that would surprise them because they just couldn't have possibly predicted that you know um so yeah it's weird like 
when I think about what I'm doing and where I'm living, like I would have never predicted that. <laughs> um, and they those things have good aspects to them as well. Yeah. But on paper, it looks bad. Yeah. To like societal norms. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, Which are bullshit and things it. we created. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because young Christine would have pictured 35-year-old Christine to be like in a house married with like four adopted beautiful children. Um, and that's so far from what I want. So it, I think all of it surprises me. You know, I think that the path that I have found myself on surprises me because I also love it as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And young Christine would have looked at my life as like a failure. Yeah. And yet here, adult Christine, I'm like, I fucking love my life. Like, wow. You know, maybe some of it doesn't look picture perfect, but it's real and it's awesome. And then I think about all the people that are in my life and the experiences I've been able to have. And I'm like, what a fucking blessing. Holy shit. I'm so lucky. Um, so, yeah, I think a lot of things about my life surprise me. And some of them are hard, but most of them are good. That's wonderful. Thanks. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great job. What about you? I'm still trying to think. Um, um, that, ooh, okay. Um, I was not a very book smart mm. child. Mm-hmm. And I always hated school and I never did well in school. Mm-hmm. Um, I hated test taking, which resulted in me like we talked about this in the um college episode Mm -hmm. like um during our time going to high school it was like the thing to do to go to college so i did it because i had to and like in the back of my head i was like i hate everything about this (laughs) i don't think i'm smart because Mm -hmm. like you associate good grades with being smart right Mm -hmm. and good grades always get praised in school so honor roll high honor roll all my friends were in fucking ap classes ap classes <laughs> and i was in like b classes yeah. um so i was always like really hard on myself mm-hmm. about like being dumb mm. and that was um I mean, now I have my own business. And right now, okay, it's not thriving, okay? But, like, I still have my own business. And Mm -hmm. it's going to be, like, seven years later. And I have somehow created something Mm -hmm. that leaves an imprint on people that fuck your AP classes. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. (laughs) Um, for the record, in the long list of things that I would have ever described you, I don't think I, I don't think anybody would ever describe you as dumb. But I know I exactly so either, what you mean, where you think that about yourself. And now look at you, you fucking have been running your own. First of all, you started your own business, and then have been running it for seven years. Roller coasters of highs and lows, absolutely, like yeah. any business. Yeah, but you're still doing the damn thing. We're literally damn. sitting in your office. Yeah. Yeah. So. I guess that's my answer. Also, now that I say it out loud, schools really need to cut that shit out. <laughs> like, agree. <laughs> like, mm, yes, if you get good grades, congrats. That's mm-hmm. amazing. But there's so much more to mm-hmm. human beings than test taking yeah. and writing papers. I think that... Although, I, I will take it back. I did get student of senior of the month... Oh, shit. And I got it in June. It was like the last possible (laughs) minute that I could get senior of the month in high school. I love that. And everyone before me was like AP classes, going to Harvard. Oh, my God. Like, like super, super, super smart. Mm -hmm. So I was like the... June, they were like, all right, let's not give this to, like, a smarty pants. Let's give it to, like, a a nice person. (laughs) Oh, man. So I did have that going for me in high school. I feel like that should be in your bio. You're like, student of the the month. (laughs) 
<laughs> what year did you graduate? 2010. There you go. Be like June 2010, senior <laughs> of the month. <laughs> oh my God. I'm changing it immediately. I really peaked. I love that. It's like Daisy Natives, Boss Bitch, uh, co-host of Magic Made and Horror Podcast, co-host of Magic Seeker, and June 2010, senior of the month. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. All jokes aside. Yeah. That's my answer. You really have come into your power. It's pretty amazing. I think I have, too. Yeah. Yeah. I love that answer. Thanks, girl. Do you want to do the other one that threw itself out of the jar? Yes, I do. It's it's meant to be... It's the last one. This is what oh. happens with tarot cards. If they throw themselves at you, you have to... Oh, that's true. Read them. Mm-hmm. We okay. got this. Oh, 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 this is a fun one, actually. Oh, okay, great. It could be. Okay, I'll okay. just read it. Have you ever been considered high maintenance? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Very quickly, this is a question I asked my mom on our road trip from moving from Austin to Jersey, and my beautiful mother goes, no. And I was like, you get your nails done like every two weeks. I was like, in the most basic form of high maintenance, that's you. Um, the most literal form. Exactly, yes. Um, but overall, she's not high maintenance, I will say. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I like things done in my specific way way too much. Yeah. To ever be considered not high maintenance. I think high maintenance instantly is like nails, hair, makeup, yeah, heels, totally. a two-hour makeup routine. Um, but more it's like. Mine, mine is just like, yes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. It's like, oh, I need this amount of time to recover mm-hmm. from spending time with people. <laughs> um, I need to not speak to anyone for like a, an hour after I wake up. Um, I need warm, hot coffee every single morning with half and half <laughs> and two sugars. Um, <laughs> I most like it's just like, you know, absolutely. And I, I can I can wiggle and wave. Oh, but, yeah. But not too much. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. And a thing that I know I need to work on is like I I think the thing should be done a specific way. <laughs> yes. Because I have control issues. Uh, and. When they're not done the way that I think they should be done, I don't do well with that. And mm-hmm. so that's probably my most high maintenance quality that I need to work on. Understood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you consider yourself high maintenance as well? Yes. Um, I consider myself high maintenance in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like um, how, oh my God. <laughs> so I was reading the Enneagram, the rude ass oh, Enneagram mm-hmm. of that's mine brutal. today. Like, I want so you guys rude. to check it out, but also be prepared. Be prepared. It's not nice. It's going to fuck you up. Yeah. But everything was correct. Yeah. And a bunch of things that were said were like, you live in this little dreamland and mm. you want to romanticize everything. Every little mundane, little shithole, little thing I that comes that with <laughs> living. And I'm like, fuck. No, I don't. I. I am giving off main character energy and mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be like that all the time. Okay? <laughs> That's too much. Yeah. Too much. So I think my feelings are high maintenance. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I get that. Um, I also just think I'm high maintenance in general. I have a very specific uh, taste. Yes. Your aesthetic is very specific. And it's, you know. I'm sorry about it. What do you want me to say? I like good smelling candles. I like $40 candles. What do you want me to say? Well, so it's kind of... <laughs> Just clicked what you said. Okay, all of her candles smell delicious, even though they're $40. Uh, this one is Target, though. It smells really good. Mm-hmm. So but I... So sorry. No. You can barely smell it. I know. Okay? I know. You have My to, like, $40 really candle, you can smell it. Yeah. Okay. I know. I'm going to stop cutting you off. Uh, no, because I'm with you on the $40 candles. I don't buy them for myself, but in, when you bought them for me, I'm like, it's a $40 candle. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so, oh, fuck. I lost my train of thought. Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. You're right. It's a uh, It'll come back to me. Um, but yes, you like a very specific aesthetic. You like things a specific way. Oh, now I remember. This was all over TikTok. Everyone was like, am I high maintenance or are you just low effort? And you know what? 
Like, I start thinking about it and I'm like, am I high maintenance or do I just know that things should be done the right way? Obviously, Ugh. that's not the case. Oh, <laughs> but like I sit there and I'm like, there is a right way and a wrong way to do some things. And true. It is what it is. Like, there are some aspects in which I can lower my maintenance. Right. I was just going to say. And then there's other aspects where I'm like, you know what? I'm perfectly fine with exactly. this level of high maintenance with yeah. certain things because it's part of who I am. Yeah. My materialistic high maintenance mm-hmm. things, I can lower my need for those, you yeah. know? But mm-hmm. my 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 feelings, I like to romanticize everything. I'm an Enneagram 4. I'm a Leo. What do you want me to say? You, I mean, first of all, and also, make. it makes life more exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Because yeah. it's not like you're bashing the simple moments. No, of You just not. would love for the simple moments to be a little bit more magical yeah is that too much to ask (laughs) for a trip to the garbage bin to be a motherfucking runway i don't think so strut strut strut, as you're walking with like a trash bag and that's why i don't take out the trash that's harold's job (laughs) because i can't make that exciting okay all the mundane tasks go to harold he's like all right baby girl i got you I see what you're doing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. Whatever. Exactly. So if you are high maintenance and you're listening to this, as long as you are comfortable with your high maintenance qualities. Exactly. And they're not... um, Like detrimental. Detrimental to yourself or any of your relationships. Mm-hmm. Keep it up, girl. Keep exactly. it up. Also, keep it up, boy. Keep it up, person. Keep it up, they... We got you. Anyone. We see you and we raise you (laughs) a beautiful aesthetic. Exactly. And magical moments. Also, sorry, I need to stop saying girl because that's not cool anymore. Keep it up. Human. Magical humans. Yeah. Yeah. We're with you and we see you. That's all we got. And if you're high maintenance, so are we. You're not alone. And also, if you're low effort, work it. That's fine, too. This is no big deal. (laughs) Everyone is welcome here. (laughs) But yes, I do describe myself as high maintenance. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's fun. Well, that's all. They're good. That's all, folks. Next week, we'll be back on our uh, topic business. Oh, yes. And I hope you guys liked our Would You Rather episode. Uh. In reference to the Would You Rather episode. Okay. Episode ended. This is what they need to know. I, okay. I know. You had a moment. Episode ended and we called Harold in here and asked him the exact same questions that we did in this episode. Yep. Harold not only answered the exact same way that I answered, but he also had the exact same (laughs) explanations, (laughs) but he also had the same explanations. Um, as to why he chose those. Yes, he did. And I just felt like Sarah's <laughs> brain explode. Like, oh, there's two of them in my life. Yep. <laughs> and it makes me really happy that Harold and I had the same answers to all those questions. I shit you not, it actually made me really happy. Uh, so happy for you guys. <laughs> so happy. We have so much that we vibe on with everything <laughs> that it felt really fun to be like, oh my God, Harold, me too. I get it. I'm yeah. happy for you guys, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll definitely be doing that episode again in the future. Yeah, yeah, that it was, was so fun. fun. It was fun and lighthearted, and I plus got, it was fun to geek out on something. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, I gotta figure out what my next obsession is, guys. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. All right, fun. all right, my darlings. If you want to email us anything at all, um, you can email us at themagicseekersociety at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter, Magic Seekers. You can follow us on Instagram at the Magic Seeker Society. And you can go to DCNatives.com and enter code Magic Seekers at checkout for 20% off. Oh, oh. <laughs> you just busted somebody's eardrum. <laughs> Probably your own tomorrow. <laughs> Probably, because I always listen to these episodes as soon as they're available. <laughs> Because I've said it before. I genuinely forget what we say. And so, therefore, I, I listen to it back. And I'm like, damn, that was a good episode. <laughs> Look at us doing the damn thing. Oh, man. Okay. We love you. We love you. See you next week. Bye. Bye.